It was on a cloudy Sunday morning and I had to take a walk because my mind was set and I needed a different energy. Inside I was burning in rage, a fire that was not lit by any figure. I needed to convert that energy to heat. That was the day I saw her. Homeless and help, hopeless, she roamed around Lekki and in a split second I reminisced all the memories of my life. This is a story of my alter ego. I have fought that dark truth of my life for 12 years. For 12 years, I have harbored an incendiary bomb that really affected my growth and character. I was shaped in thought, character, and emotion by these flashes of these that defined me. For 12 years, I was on the journey of manhood to become a man whose destiny would be defined by the series of events, series of events that he has chosen to embrace. I was never entirely homeless. But there were times when owning our own shelter was a luxury. There were also times when we owned our shelter but living in it had its own difficulties. My head was ever ready. My head was my ever ready shelter and I stored everything I needed in there. So, that Sunday morning, my life came crashing. I remembered how much I had forgotten to remember where I come from. Of course, pride was crawling in and humility was becoming an illusion. Wait, I am not writing this girl's story again, no, gosh. But yeah, I am even not telling just my story, but the reality of the lives of most people. But this girl has a story, a story that reminded me of mine, a right. A story that was powerful enough to remind me of mine. A story that is like mine in certain elements. What is her story? I never got to know her name. I never got to talk to her. But in her eyes, I saw a screen that told me her life. Have I forgotten to mention that I am an Obanji and I tend to see people's hidden story? Well, that is how I got to know her story. Her name was Abike. Chubby. Black beautiful girl, overshaped eyes and little Odara fruits on her chest, which made for breasts. She was dressed in these old and dirty pyjamas and that cloth might have been worn for a short, as short as one month without washing or changing them. Her hair was a rare beauty to behold. Her face was the most beautiful of all girl children I have ever seen. She had dimples, enough I say to be the facts. Her own radiates this aura of creative perfection. They were like the only embers of fire in the woods on a cold winter's night. Believe me when I say I saw raw beauty, beauty in its purest form in Abike's bloodshot eyes, like blazing furnace. The story in those eyes were beyond what I can ever imagine. It is surprising how beauty and disgust exist together, reaching symbiosis with each other in harmony for the perfection of beauty, feeding off a primary host, a host that in this case is Abike or me, or the old me, the broken me that lived 12 years ago. Abike has been on the streets for four months now, and so her life is what the streets thought it to be. Life on the street was the cold and cruel experiences that can never be imagined. At 10, supposedly, she is fending for herself to survive the harsh Lagos streets. Of course, surviving Lagos is an art that requires a lot of skills to master, but here is our little lady surviving this cruel city. Where I met Abike was outside the church. I had finished running the Koyi-Leki link bridge and I was heading home to Leki. Yes, I was exhausted, but my eyes were still swerving around like some church buttocks, looking for something to feast on and create from. And there she was, standing on the road outside the Catholic Church of the Divine Mercy, begging for arms from the people who came from homes who she could 
from home so she could buy supposedly food. She was homeless, deathy, and 10 years old. The people she asked for bread from came in Range Rovers and in Lexuses, SUVs and the kinds. They were rich and could afford more food than little Abike. But they blatantly ignored her and went into the church to, pl- to pray. Believe me, I was stunned by that hypocrisy. They went into the church to give to God thousands of naira and maybe other currencies, but little Abike was outside asking for 200 naira to buy a bottle of Coca-Cola and some agege bread so she could eat and survive the next day. So yes, we agree she has no home, but she needed food more than she needed a shelter at this point. It is not only that living that think of a shelter. I remember when she dies of hunger, she would have a shelter under the earth. I don't think of a better place where Abike would have gotten help if not a church, because if someone's in church to touch our humanity. It makes me wonder why humans spend our time doing God's battle, but totally ignoring those basic things that make us human. Our consciousness is heaven-bound. Hallelujah. But what happened to living the short 80 years we have here being humans for God's sake? You see, living on the Lagos Island has opened my eyes to the truths of a class society. And believe me, it looks like a food chain. And whoever is on top of the food chain, it's the man below him. It is natural. It is the other. The man below the food chain is of no consequential value. And so the man above makes the decisions that harms the other because of the sentiments of his own reality. Abika is a victim of a failed society, a society she was not contributing, she was not a contributing factor to whatever happened to her. A society that does not care about what happens to the people in it. A system so rotten, and yes, you might ask of her parents why they have abandoned her at a young age, but you never asked if her mother was some homeless young girl like Abike, who was raped on the streets of Lagos, or if she ran away from an orphanage where the Randy caregivers fed them less, physically and emotionally abused them, and worse more, sexually perverted them. Let him who is without sin cast the first stone. We are all victims of this system, and we are all conspirators in this same system, because we feed the same monster that feeds its canine on our flesh, and its thirst, our blood satisfies. I left Abike after giving her the last thousand naira remaining from my stipend, but she never left me. She still comes to me every night when I sleep, every single time I am alone, and in the dark or in the light, she has been on me to tell us her story. And after six weeks, I have been able to master my emotions and tell this story. There are so many Abikes out there, and we meet them on the streets of every major city not just in Nigeria or other African countries, but also on the streets of New York, the streets of Paris. They are everywhere in the world, and I say this not just for the girl child, but for the society at large, that the system we fail to change today will crush our skulls tomorrow. This is not a prophecy, this is a fact. So here it is, little Abike. I have written it so I can rest now. Can I be free from insomnia? I have told them your story and what their humanity chooses to do with it is up to them. I hope we meet again in the flesh and have a conversation, but until then, may the cold nights warm your chivalrous body and the empty stomach afford the energy to keep living against all odds. Though you are in a time of adversity, the hope of tomorrow should keep alive. So this is my um, short experience with a girl I met on in Lekki. I hope you like it. See you next time. Thank you.